This is your Frederick Real Estate Update, a conversation about the regional real estate market with tips for buyers and sellers. Your hosts, REMAX Results' Darren Ahern and Presidential Bank Mortgage's Terry Kernan. Hey folks, welcome back to your Frederick Real Estate Update. I am Darren Ahern with REMAX Results. And on this beautiful day, I have the one and only with me from Presidential Bank Mortgage, the man with all the money in that nice vault over there, because today we're going to talk about grants, interest rates, and a bunch of other great stuff. Mr. Terry Kernan. All right. How we doing? Great. How are you? All right. I just want to remind everybody to listen to our last week's program about the whole LLPA, the Loan Level Pricing Adjustment. Terry, you did an awesome job covering all the different ins and outs that people need to know and pay attention to, the very big highlights of it. And what that means for them. And at the bottom line, at the end of the day, nothing to panic about. Two things I want to mention, Terry. Number one is I had an article, do not trash your credit. Don't do anything bad to have your credit go down so you can get a better deal on an interest rate and have a lower monthly mortgage payment and all that. Don't do that. Don't do that at all. You've heard it from us. I don't care what the news and anybody else says or people acting funny out there or trying to be, I don't know, joking around about it. It's not a joking matter. You do not want to make a misstep when it comes to buying a house and um, dealing with your life economically and uh, dealing with your you know, interest rate. Because, Terry, here's the thing. It's not just your interest rate for your mortgage. Your FICO score, your credit score, I've known over the years, I keep forgetting this, that actually, I believe, can dictate some kind of rates with car insurances or this or that. It doesn't just affect one thing, and especially high security clearance jobs and things. It seems like it's starting to affect and bleed out into, like, every area of life. Not to mention, I actually heard that some people, you know, that are dating, they want to know, Terry, they want to know what's your credit score before I'm going to say I do and marry you. They want to know how much debt you got. They want to know your credit score. They want to know how you live financially and how well you take care of things, not just how romantic you are and if you can go buy a bunch of flowers and a nice date. They really, people are starting to realize this is a big deal in our lives. So, all right, what are your that, thoughts on that? Well, that's an interesting point. Because, I know I threw a curveball because that has nothing that, to do with real estate. Because all of a sudden it was go. like, wow, you really, you really struck a nerve there when it comes to what you just talked about was couples getting married. Yeah. And I do a tremendous amount of loans for boyfriends and girlfriends getting married or buying not a house together. Yet. Buying not a house together. Wayne buying married a house yet. together. Okay. And I uh-huh. and, we should do a segment on this. And I do do loans, and I just did one uh, three weeks ago for the boyfriend was buying the girlfriend out because they were split. Okay. And a lot of it is when you're. A boyfriend girlfriend before you get married you should really know what is happening financially because sometimes you'll have somebody uh, a couple come in and they could be engaged they could be newly married they could be boyfriend girlfriend and they'll come in and one one of the buyers will have a high credit score and the other will have a low credit score and it gets very uncomfortable exactly what you just said <laughs> that that you really should know and that's great advice is you should know before you buy a house what your future spouse or future partner or yep. whatever whoever your partner whoever your partner up and with doing a real estate transaction and doing a, yes very good point or, or doing anything because um that's so very important and i've seen situations where it caused a lot of problems really yes 
I mean, did you ever have the problem where you're literally sitting down, Terry, with a couple that's looking to get a mortgage to buy a house and they're learning all about it? Because we don't get it on our end. Like, we get the, like, the tension about, like, no, I want a three-bedroom home. No, I want a four. No, I want a garage. No, I want this. Yeah. We do with the housing side of it, the financial side. Have you ever had a couple come in and they sit down with you to get a loan and you're going through and educating them and then you pull everybody's credit and then all of a sudden, you know, you reveal it's the big reveal instead of the gender reveal. It's you the got credit the reveal. FICO credit reveal. And then all of a sudden, looking at it, and you're talking about numbers and things, and you're just like, wait a second. Hey, they're young, you know, and, and the partner, they say, well, you never told me that you had a credit card bill and your FICO score was this low. Did you ever have somebody on the spot be like, you know what? I don't think I can go through with this. Um, it did happen to me one time. Okay. And uh, it did happen to me one time. And uh, I'm not going to get into great detail, but it you had did a happen one in time. The office. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't there. But, but tension. Yeah, they they, they called back later and said, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna take a pause here. <laughs> I'm looking at a house." And I say, hey, "Totally fine," because you know, so so you know, you always do something about bad credit. I've said it before. You know, yeah, it's like bad breath. If you don't do anything about it, it gets worse. it's Gonna, it's not going away. And by the way, people can get their free credit report. I believe you can get one um, pretty much every year for free. You want to keep an eye on that. I have LifeLock and all that from me and my family and even down to my kids and everything because, like you said, we don't, this is segments not about identity theft. All bit. I've had it happen. It's major. It's getting more out of control. I've heard numbers recently and then how many billions of dollars it costs in time to be able to cure all this stuff like that. But the biggest thing is making sure that you know your position and how it affects you. And this whole thing with the LPA, the, the price adjustment thing, we talked last week, sir, you mentioned it great that they have a new matrix. It's already blended in. It's nothing to freak out and panic about. It's not going to get any worse than what they've already done and how it works. It is what it is, but it's really important in the whole scheme of getting a loan and getting pre-qualified, which is everything, because I will not show you a house and take you around to see beautiful properties until you've already talked to Terry and you got that pre-qualification anyways, because we want to know what the strategy is. The most important thing is to have a plan and a strategy in place to help you knowing ahead of time going in so that there's no absolute surprises whatsoever. And so in today's segment today, Terry, I did want to talk, which blends into the do's and don'ts for a smooth transaction and getting pre-approved and all that good stuff like that. So today we're going to do it backwards. I'm going to, um, I want to talk about, we want to know within this plan, what are the grants available right now? As we know, these numbers in these programs, they move and they shift very um, throughout the year constantly. And it's good to know what that looks like and the positive news about rates going down and what that looks like. And then we're going to talk about the do's and don'ts of getting a loan and the things you need to pay attention to. This is huge. You're, I mean, we could charge you money for telling about this almost, right? Because it's that important. So go ahead. So, so the big news at Presidential is that the Federal Home Loan Bank of Atlanta replenished over $7 million worth of the grant fund that we use a tremendous amount of. And that grant well, fund— Well, it runs out every year at some point, right? It does. And then it has to get replenished, so it's usable money. Go ahead. It, it, so here's how it works. is basically $15,000 you get to be a, um, a community partner. Okay, so let's talk about what a community partner, $15,000. So you do have to meet income limits, okay. but you're going to get $15,000 that is forgiven 
at $3,000 a year. So after five years, it is totally gone, gone totally yep. forgiven. You never make a payment on it as long as you live in the house for five years, okay? Right. So $15,000 if you are military, if you are a firefighter, if you work in the industry of health care. So you could be, we've done loans for uh, a receptionist at a dental office, okay? She would get $15,000. Under the old program, she'd get $10,000, okay? Wow. So um, we've done teachers, but we've also done uh, a maintenance worker at Montgomery College. Did he ever teach a class? No, he never taught a class. You don't need to be a teacher. He worked in the education system. We were able to get him $10,000. That new number has gone up to $15,000. Now, if you're not a community partner... Now, if you are a community partner, you don't need to be a first-time homebuyer either, okay. okay? It just has to be your primary resident. So it's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful program. There are income limits, but they're very generous. So that is huge. It got refunded. Um, it, it, you know, more money's put in the coffer. Now, if you're not a community partner... That number has jumped up to twelve thousand five hundred. That was seventy five hundred. That's now twelve thousand five hundred for a non community partner. So if you work at a bank, if you work at a accounting firm, if you work for the government, you can basically get twelve thousand five hundred. You gotta meet the same income requirements and you have to be a first time homebuyer. The big question I have is this, Terry. What about the loan program types in regards to these grants uh, that you have? Do, do they have to do a conventional loan? Can it be a VA loan? Does it have to be an FHA loan? What are the loan types that marry, marry up with these grants? Number one and number two are conventional and FHA loans. They marry up the best with these programs. So a conventional loan, let's say you're buying a house for $300,000 and you work at a hospital or a doctor's office and you're in the medical field, you're going to get $15,000. So you can put as little as 3% down, okay? So 3% of 300000 is $9,000. So $9,000, we're giving you fifteen. so 9 goes towards the down payment, oh. $6,000 goes towards closing. closing costs. So you can use these grants to not just pay closing costs, but also the down payment money. Yes. That and, is huge. That and, is so big because I know there are still people asking me, they're still saying, well, I heard I have to have this much money to put down and I can't use this or that or whatever. And I'm like, you need to talk to Terry. You need to make sure these rules that you understand completely um, because what that does for me as an agent is, Terry, obviously you're the one who tells me I can do – I can they qualify for this, 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 and this. They're doing a 5% down or 3 or 3.5 FHA or whatever it is. And the closing costs, after all is said and done, um, they're, they're putting, say, $2,000 down. They're going to still need $5,000 at the end of the day as the shortfall for the closing cost money. Now I go in, I show homes. I already now know how to negotiate and what my buyer may need. If, if none, they have the reserves, they have the cash, you don't need anything. So now we can either, if it's not a multiple offer situation, 
offer less in price. You can get a little bit better price. But let's say they can't do that. They don't have the reserves or whatever. And then you say, Darren, they need to get $5,000 in closing help. Now, I as the agent professionally know how to structure the offer to marry into the loan. This makes or breaks so many things in real estate. And this is why having the right experience and team is everything for buyers out there. It's not, and most people, Terry, it drives me nuts. They have no idea. I had somebody not long ago as a buyer call me up. We were talking and did, 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 and all of a sudden they go, man, the qualifications, I know it's complex and everything, but I'm looking to offer on this place over here. It's online. It's an auction. It's a bid thing, this and that. And then they're like, they want a buyer's premium. They, that is going to cost me anyways to bid on this foreclosure home, da, 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 which there's not many out there. And then they dropped the golden bomb on it. They said, well, why do we need you as an agent? Why do we need buyer representation? I'm like, are you nuts? Are you kidding me? That's like, I have a, I have a toe that's bleeding. I, do, I, do, I need a doc, <laughs> I, do I need a doctor? No. Put alcohol on it. Put it in a Band-Aid. Massage it. You're fine. Versus, ready? Versus, um, I have to have surgery but I'm thinking of doing it myself to save a couple extra dollars because I don't have insurance or whatever. You've got to be kidding me. So anyways, I know that's a wild analogy, but it is true. <laughs> that you is need, a wild analogy. You need representation. <laughs> like, no, a foreclosure online auction <laughs> bidding, especially when you start reading the fine print, $10,000 non-refundable. You can't do X, Y, Z. I'm like, have you lost your minds? That's like yeah. that's like craziness. That's like giving your 10-year-old the keys to the car and saying, I'll see you in two hours. Make sure you drive safe and come home okay. Really? So anyways, let's get back to this. The grant stuff. This is why it's important to know that people have to understand what is so relevant. And then my question also becomes, and you can finish up any other details, how many I, I meet people all the time. Oh, man, I wish I'd have known about this. I would have met you earlier. I wish I could have probably got a grant. Yeah, you probably could have. How many percentage of people qualify for some kind of grant out there as a buyer? Would you say it's like 50%? Is it 75% of the public? Is it 90%? Go. It's it's not as high a number as you would think. And the number one thing is, is first-time home buyers. Okay. Okay. Yep. So that's about 33% of the market, right? Okay. So let's talk about first-time home buyers. So one in three houses that are sold are approximately to first-time home buyers. So that's the market that we really want to target. Now, in the FHLB, you don't have to be a first-time home buyer, which is great, okay, community partner. But let's look at the real numbers is if one in three homes mm-hmm. of those first-time home buyers that number can be pretty high. So of that 33% that buy a house, that number could be pretty high that qualifies for the grants. Now, it is income-driven, and it's driven by county. So let's talk about Frederick County. Almost $80,000 a year, almost 80, 79, I think, four, okay, is going to allow a single person to get the 12.5 or the 15,000, whichever category they fall in. So that's going to put a tremendous amount of people into the thing. But here's why the number is low, Darren, on why people don't qualify for the grant. It's a, it, is it could be higher if people realized 
that they could buy a home. There's so many people <laughs> yeah. that are not trying to buy a home because yep. they they believe what they think. Yeah. I can't buy a home because I need 20% down. I can't buy a home because I need 780 credit scores. I can't buy a home yep. because of this. I can't buy a home with this. There's so many of those people that are first-time home buyers that don't think they can buy a home. If I knocked on every single apartment complex yep. and and talked to, and everybody would talk to me, they'd be like, really? Like, I don't know that. And you and I have done first-time homebuyer seminars in the past. Yeah. And it's very hard to get people to attend because they think that it's a gimmick. Yes. They think that, why would I go to that? I'll never be able to buy a home. And so, so that number that you want to know about, that could be so much higher if people actually believe that they could buy a house. Did, Am I right? That's it. Yeah. I was there way back in the day. I mean, it took me. I was renting and then realized I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, and that was a whole different world 25 years ago as far as loans and all that stuff. And um, by the way, the interest rate was about seven and a quarter percent on our first place and all that. Um, Tom McLister did the loan way back in the day. I remember asking him, what would he do if interest rates got to 5%? And he said, I go crazy. I'd be up on the table dancing, jumping around. And now we got to three. So I asked him if he was ever dancing. He said, I've been dancing for years. I know you have I don't want to see Tom on the table. Everybody, and I don't see that either. <laughs> dancing. But, uh, but the thing is that these grants are so vital because that can be the difference between yeah, somebody getting in or not, and it's really, really important. And I, my heart breaks for how many people, Terry, out there that have bought a home that have missed the opportunity that they could have qualified and everything. And so this is why I t- and, pay attention and they get, to it. And they get very upset. But, but mm-hmm. so, so that number could be a lot higher. But let's go back to what I think that number is. I would say that anywhere between 25 and 50% of first-time home buyers I think that's a big deal. that buy a house could have qualified for a grant. Woo! That's okay. a big number. That's a real big number. And there are more than one grant out there, okay? That's so, why, because there's so many. There's so many. So the Federal Home Loan Bank, okay? Federal Home Loan Bank, that's our grant that we sell a ton of. And basically, here are a couple things about it is you can have a non-occupying co-borrower, okay? That's huge. Yeah. That is huge. A non-occupying co-borrower means that I can help. One of my children buy a house as a first-time homebuyer, and they don't count my income or they don't care that I've owned a house. It's all based on, so that's a huge number. Then the other thing that we're taking a look at is is that's such a great program. It can be piggybacked with, with a down payment assistance program from Frederick County or Frederick City. Right now we're looking at, you know, eight and $10,000. You know, there's money out there to piggyback these grants so that number all of a sudden that you and i talked about of being like 25 to 50 percent the arrow starting to go towards 50 percent what pushes it over 50 percent of first-time homebuyers the maryland mortgage program why wow because their income levels are so much higher okay you're looking at well over a hundred thousand dollars being able to buy on the Maryland mortgage program. Okay. So what we're taking a look at is now that arrow can actually go above 50% 
in some areas like the Frederick County area. So every first-time home buyer should be entitled to at least know if there is grant money out there. And I tell agents it's a disservice to them if you don't have them talk to me about the grants because that's what we do a ton of, that's what we specialize in. And there is so much out there and so much great programs out there that there's going to be something for you. Smart Buy, State of Maryland, up to $50,000 worth of student loan debt can get evaporated, written off, not written off, paid off. Wow. Yeah. Not written off, paid off, where we'll come in and that settlement will pay up to $50,000 in student loan debt off. Plus, we'll give you down payment assistance on that program through the state of Maryland up to uh, $5,000 you can get. So it's really just an amazing amount of money out there. Yeah, and if you're a first-time home buyer, that should be the first question you should talk to. And if you're a mortgage person that you're talking to, which there's a lot out there that don't represent any grants at all. Right. Yeah. They don't they're not allowed to represent the state of Maryland. You know, if you've got somebody from that you're going on the internet with, oh, yeah, that's Yeah, XYZ that's mortgage not, companies on the internet, these loan officers online, you're right, Terry, they're only trying to sell a low rate or whatever. They have no idea in access to grant programs for the zero, most part at all. Zero point zero. So you will completely miss really good stuff that's out there. And that's why we say, you know, that's one of the primary reasons as well as that and the fact of customer service. And if there's a glitch, you have nobody to go to. You're just an item, a number. You're on a conveyor belt. There's tons of overlays and all these things like that, which we're not going to get into on our program. Yeah. That is a really factual thing. So, so, all right. So, so, so sum it up. So sum it up is basically people ask me how much grant money is out there, and we basically are allowed to piggyback them. So there's cases where people can go to settlement with a thousand dollars out of their pocket that's it nothing but a thousand bucks you're into a house and so what you're taking a look at is know what the grants are and people say well i need 20 percent down to get into a house no you don't in the state of maryland it closing costs usually run four to four and a half percent down payment runs three percent conventional three and a half fha so you need between seven and eight percent to walk Total. into a new house. So times whatever the sales price is, 300000 we're going to take a look at. 8% of that, worst case scenario, you need 24000 to walk in. If you're a firefighter, I'm going to give you 15000 out of the gate. So you need to come up with the additional eight. $9,000, and that can come from a gift, parents, savings, whatever. Or closing costs if there's no other Or offers. closing costs. All right, five minutes left. Real quick, Terry. Right. Um, rates have been trending downward since the numbers came out, and also the fact that we've heard the rumor that in June the Fed is not going to raise interest rates. They're going to try to keep things level and at zero, which ought to be very interesting to see how does this play out in the longer effect of mortgage stuff, rates. Go ahead. So what I think is going to happen, and I talked about the conference that I was at, um, you know, the mortgage conference uh, last week, and basically the feel is that rates by December are going to be in the 5.5% range. And is there going to be anything crazy that happens that drops the rate? No. What they talked about at this conference is that, is that the 10-year Treasury note 
basically is a little out of whack and it has gone up and our rates have not come down which they usually do they usually go up or down based on what the 10-year treasury note is doing and we've been seeing the 10-year yield coming down steadily going up a little bit coming down but mostly in the downward trajectory and our rates have not followed so that volatility that we've been seeing so much of over the last two three four five months with rates that is going to settle down and when that settles down that will naturally lower rates like if you know that something is could be if you know that there's a lot of volatility and you're pricing out a loan and you're an investor that buys the loans, you're going to price it out at a higher rate to cover yourself. But if you feel things are coming down or settled down, you might hedge in a little different direction to come up with a lower rate. And I think that that's what we're going to happen. So the industry, and I'm part of this industry, feels that rates are going to be 10 trending down steady to down and by december we should be in the under six percent range which will be great does that mean don't buy a house until then no because what we're taking a look at is i feel that rates are going to trend down even farther once the presidential election hits yeah once we get into to august september of next year january or august september october Going towards that November date, rates usually come down during that time frame. And when I say usually, it's pretty much all the time during that period, rates come down. So if you do buy today and if you do have 6.5% interest rate, that's okay. I feel that you're going to have an opportunity to refinance under 5% as we get closer to the general election, which is in 2024 November of 2024. So by November, December, January, we're going to start seeing rates will be the lowest they'll be possibly for the next three or or at least two years, two to three years in that time frame. I think if next year, starting off in 2024, Terry, if we see rates get down below 6% and into the fives consistently, all year long in 2024, I think we're going to see a lot more sellers being absolutely willing to um, sell and move and get some of this inventory out there and get this gridlock to undo itself a little bit more and more. I think that's going to be a, a piece of the pie coming up, no doubt about it, for 2024 if that happens. we got about two minutes in the program, Terry. I'm going to give a couple numbers, not on our data in the area. But an article I came home to, the majority of homes are still selling in under a month. It says, according to our National Association of Realtors, 65% of all homes in March and April this year um, have been on the market for less than a month. And that has been about the numbers in our area, no doubt about it. And the average time in the market across the United States is has been 29 days on the market. Last Last week, I talked about 30. Yes, it was 30, yes. And then all of a sudden, we said that the um, on the market, but this time last year, it was 17 days. And so that gives a little bit of the difference. And we have another minute or no? We good? How much time? All right, 30 seconds left. Here we go. And in March 2023, this is for the rental side of it. The U.S. rental market experienced single-digit growth for eight months straight in a row. The median rent asking 
in the United States is $1,732, up $15 from last month, down by 32 at the peak. But it's still, Terry, get ready. This is what people are upset about renting. It's still $354 a month, higher than the same time last year in 2019 pre-pandemic, which means since the pandemic... Rents have gone up 25.7%, which is going to lead us into next week of why in the world you want to buy over renting. And we're going to talk about top do's and don'ts it takes that you want to pay attention to to have a smooth loan approval and a clear to close. Take care, folks. Have a great, great rest of the weekend. Happy selling and buying from your Frederick Real Estate Update. Looking to purchase a home or refinance your existing mortgage? If so, Lawyer Signature Settlements is here to assist you with that process. Lawyer Signature Settlements is a local attorney-owned title company with over 100 years of combined experience conveniently located in Frederick, Maryland. We are licensed to conduct closings in the states of Maryland, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and West Virginia. With two attorneys on staff here at Lawyer Signature Settlements, we ensure the most thorough review process paired with affordable rates, accommodating scheduling, and outstanding customer service. So next time you need to place your signature on closing documents, call Lawyer Signature Settlements at 301-695-1235 or visit us on the web at www.signaturesettlements.com. We hope to see you at the closing table. Hello, this is Terry Kernan with Presidential Bank Mortgage in downtown Frederick. And the best way to reach me always is on my cell phone at 301-639-9244. 301-639-9244, or you can always email me at tkernan at presidential.com. And this is Darren Ahern from REMAX Results. You can reach me anytime, 240-344-1713. Again, it's 240-344-1713 or at Ahern at gmail.com. Thanks so much for tuning in to your Frederick Real Estate Update. We will see you each and every Saturday right here on WFMD at 11 o'clock.